settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to the Whistleblowers. It is our weekly podcast on all things sport where we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and our teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports too. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator to dig deeper into what they've been up to and what is happening in sport locally. Uh, Brendan Bowers, hello. Hello, Blandy. How good is it to be here on a Wednesday afternoon? Winter is here. Yes, indeed it is. Well, it's actually Tuesday afternoon. So you don't even know what day it is. No, that's no. A, I'm, I'm all over the you, shop. You better set the scene here. Uh, Brendan did hit a kangaroo uh, this morning, so it has been a long day. And that was at what time was that? Ah, uh, that was about quarter to four this morning. Quarter to four, three, four. So it's been a long day for you. <laughs> now, I've not much bounce in my step. Is that right? Why? Come on, well, mate. Because the kangaroo's been Oh, injured. Oh, sorry. Is, it, is that where I, I'm supposed to get uh, this and go like this? Uh, thank, you know, you. Well, thank you, Andrew. Come on, let's not lower the, <laughs> the standards here. They're low enough, I think. Uh, let's go to overseas, mate. Sail GP. Uh, Australia has survived a massive scare to win the third season of the Sail GP in a, uh, a nail-biting grand final in uh, San Fran out in the bay there, completing an unprecedented champion three-peat. Absolutely. They did so well. And it's something a bit different sailing. Have you watched those big those big GP boats? I've... I've seen the uh, the big sailboat. Well, are these the America's Cup type of the things? The ones that get up on the foils. They are just right. like Formula One cars. They yeah. are amazing. Yeah, I was lucky enough. Uh, I'm going back 10 years because I'm near on 60, and I was, it was over there for my 50th uh, San Francisco Bay, and we went over to Alcatraz, and uh, on the ferry to the right of us, there was the Kiwi boat. Uh, it was America's Cup time. Well, how good was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Windy as. Gee, it blows. It does. But, you know, well done to the Australians. They'd, they were the two-time defending champions and went into the last event of the season as favourites to retain the crown as the only team guaranteed a place in the three-boat winner-takes-all grand final. They had a bit of a slip and New Zealand edged past them. But uh, the Aussies got over the top of them and managed to get across the line first to make it three Championships in a row. Well done to the Aussies there. And you know what? I don't reckon Clint Eastwood made it back on the mainland from Alcatraz, to be honest. I, I don't think he did No, either. I don't think he did. After being in there, those currents and those waters, yeah, I think yeah. he did. Yep. No, that'd be a big ask. Now, uh, football, the job is not yet done uh, for Scottish champions Celtic uh, with Hoops manager Ange Postacoglu uh, wanting his side to complete the treble by winning next month's Scottish Cup final. Tell us more about this. Well, they've grabbed two already under the guidance of Ange. The Glasgow Giants sealed the second leg with the Scottish Premiership with a 2-0 win over a 10-man Hearts team at Tyne Castle in the early hours of Monday morning. And having already won the Scottish League Cup, Celtic can complete the treble next month by beating Inverness Caledonian Thistle in the Scottish Cup final at Hampden Park. Mm, good old Inverness out there near the lock. Of course, the, uh, the Scottish Highlands, laddie. Hey, did uh, you have a wee dram, my lad? All right, then. Uh, <laughs> let's get off uh, Scottish soccer and Formula One now. Gee, it's becoming all too familiar a feeling for Oscar Piastri, isn't it, after yet another Grand Prix was ruined, courtesy of a major McLaren stuff-up. Yeah, it wasn't Oscar's fault this time. For the fourth time in five races, the Aussie fell to things out of his control. This time, a shocking strategy call and a software glitch combined to land him in 19th spot. <laughs> well, we shouldn't laugh, I suppose, <laughs> the poor bugger. 
No, he and teammate Lando Norris were never given a chance to challenge in Miami after McLaren made the decision to start the pair on soft tyres while the rest of the grid went on medium and hard compounds. Why did they do that? Why do they make that call? Oh, you take a risk. You toss the coin, as they say. okay. Languishing down in 18th, things went bad to worse for the 22-year-old when he encountered a major failure soon after returning to the race and impacting his braking ability. Mm. You don't want that in a Formula One car. No, you don't. Not when you're going about 3,000 squilly miles an hour, that's for sure. So uh, what's the story um, with him? Uh, what, what's next for him? Well, I just think he has to keep on keeping on, as they yeah. say, and just keep his head down and keep working hard. I just listened to a podcast on James Hunt, the mm. great uh, squash player of course. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, that's Jeff Hunt. Yes, yeah, sorry. Jeff, we have to be careful how we say these names too, Blady. Yes, we do. Come on. Uh, and James, who had a colourful history as a playboy, who won the 1976 World Championship. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a great story, James Hunt. So, again, James had a very tough few years before he came through. So, hopefully, Oscar can do the same. Thing. We know Oscar can drive. He just needs the car to be doing what it's supposed to do. Uh, closer to home, mate. Uh, AFL, another week goes by with the Brizzy Lions, uh, starting the round with a win over Carlton, who uh, disappointing Carlton fans, I can tell you that much. Um, they're not happy at the minute, and uh, Vossi needs to do something there. Uh, Richmond, too good for the Eagles, as you would imagine. Uh, Geelong over the Crows. They put up a good fight, the Crows. They did. That was a good game. Yeah. And, you know, the Crows, I think, are a bit of a sleeper this year. Yeah. I think they're just sort of going along. Well, we got them this weekend, the Saners, but uh, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one. What about the poor old Suns? They should have beaten Melbourne there. They got a couple of dodgy decisions. I think the uh, the man in white or whatever colour he was wearing had an influence on the end of that game. I think in both codes this week, the uh, referees slash umpires slash match officials mm. Played big roles in games decisions. Yeah, the Bullies too good for GWS and Fremantle. Uh, thump the languishing Hawks. Uh, I know Hawks supporters won't like to hear me say this, but hey, you've had your time. You've won a few flags in the last few years. Just let that wheel turn and let us other plebs have a go. That's right. The cycle has to keep going. You can't be up the top mm. forever. You cannot. Uh, now on uh, Sunday too, the power ground of the Bombers. Collingwood too good for the Swans again. And, and the, what about your Saints? Yeah, look, it was a shocking game of footy. Probably one of the worst games of uh, footy I've ever had to endure, which I didn't have to, but I did. Uh, yeah, no, it was just a game full of mistakes, mate. Oh, it was... Look, you know, when teams are struggling down the bottom of the table, quite often the opposition drop as well. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I, I know it was a shocking day in Melbourne. I know outside it was about minus five and slippery and wet, but inside under the roof they were slipping over <laughs> and uh, mistakes were being made. You would have thought they were playing outside, really. Now, this week, mate, uh, a couple of biggies. Richmond play Geelong. That'll be a test for the Tigers. West Coast play the Suns. You'd like to think the Suns could have a win there. I think so. Yeah, before Sydney and Frio do battle the Roos and the Power uh, and the Hawks of Melbourne clash. And, of course, uh, Brisbane play Essendon. That'll be a good test. That will be a great game. I think Essendon may uh, actually... Mm, they're thereabouts there. too, aren't they? They are. And uh, Carlton will meet the Bullies. Well, Carlton need to win that game. And uh, and the Bulldogs don't want to be losing too many more either. So. And how do your how will your Saints go against uh, the Crows? They're playing in Adelaide. I, look, I'm never confident, Brendan. <laughs> never, ever confident. You follow this team as I am turning 60 this year, you know you're never confident. <laughs> and uh, Collingwood up against the Giants, you'd expect them to be too good. Uh, Super Netball, what's happening there? Round eight saw wins to the Firebirds over the Magpies and the Thunderbirds over the Giants. The Vixens got home by a point over the Fever, while the Swifts hung on to get over the top of the Lightning. Mm-hmm. 
And this week, the birds battle with the Thunderbirds up against the Firebirds, while the Fever and Swifts meet, and the Lightning play the Vixens, and the Magpies play the Giants. Okay, the Magpies are everywhere, aren't they? They are. They all... can't settle for just having an AFL team. They've got to go into netball. They've got to go and do everything. Well, Lightning is, is tied up with the Storm as well. Yeah, so. yeah. They're all getting in and getting different franchises. And good on them too, I guess. Look, Rugby League, uh, some teams uh, probably didn't find it too magical in Brazil over the weekend. Uh, the Raiders over the Bulldogs. Yeah. That, that was a game which, uh, yeah, there were some things you just couldn't believe. Mm. Uh, the Raiders certainly left let the dogs back into it, but how Jack White did not get awarded a try after it hit his hell, head mm. without his hands. But anyway, again, referees make strange decisions from time to time. Yeah, so, they do, but especially when you've got a bunker there and you can go back and, and evaluate things. It's it's strange, isn't it? Oh, look, the, the bunker, it's really a toss of the coin sometimes. Yeah, look, I know. I can, with the technology we've got these days, though, you, I don't know. Uh, maybe we need to improve the technology and the angles. I don't know. The Broncos, too good for Manly? They were, and the Warriors fell to the Panthers and again earned the ire of the referees. And again, as we spoke about earlier, the referees made some curious decisions in that game and uh, it certainly didn't help the poor old Warriors. The Dolphins continued to swim near the top of the table with a win over the Sharks, while the Bunnies weathered the storm and the West Tigers made it two in a row against the Dragons. Yeah, good on them. They did. They did yeah. well. Like, well, if you follow the West Tigers, you know, you'd be spanning the razor blades out. So good on good on them for having a couple of wins. They did well to scramble for the last play of the mm. game. And uh, that young fullback, after three or four games, is going extremely well. Okay. And the Cowboys, too. Good to see them get on the board. Uh, I'm not sure too many picked them to beat the Roosters. No. After the Roosters held the Warriors scoreless the week before, you think they were dead certs. But mm. looking, again, that game was a bludger. But in saying that... Magic round, you wouldn't expect hail and, and thunder and lightning <laughs> just before kickoff. <laughs> no, that's for sure. The Titans, too. Uh, good to see the Gold Coast uh, get up over the eels. I'm not sure too many people picked them either. Well, no, they didn't, but let's hope their form ends this week when they play my Knights. Okay, your Knights. Uh, I still think it's a bit rough to be left out of Magic round and, uh, and not be a part of it. Is it true they went to Fiji? Barley. Barley. And uh, I'm not a fan of that either. You've just come off a devastating loss, your worst loss mm. of the season, and half the team go and go holiday in Bali. Yeah, it is a strange uh, avenue to take, I would think, that they were allowed to do that in the first place. Anyway, this week the Storm play the Broncos, of course. Any, should be a great game. Yeah, that should be a ripper. Uh, that's on Thursday before the Warriors and Bulldogs meet. The Panthers and the Roosters. Saturday, what, is the Rabbits up against the West Tigers? Yep, and the Cowboys and Dragons and the Raiders and Eels. Should be a great Saturday of football. And then, of course, on Sunday, the Knights return from the bye and Bali to play for the play the Titans <laughs> before the Sea Eagles and Sharks finish the round. A few bintangs on the side there, mate, before they run out. Oh, too, yeah, I hope they don't come back with braided hair. That's all <laughs> I hope. Okay, let's move to a local sport, Brendan. Uh, football, the top of the table clash between the Fraser Flames and KSS Jets in the women's. Uh, FQPL uh, lived up to its billing as the two undefeated teams clashed on Friday night. It was a close one. It was after having Vicky Edwards on last week on our podcast. Uh, they uh, matched up against the Fraser Flames and the KSS Jets ran out to a 2-0 lead yeah, early. Yeah, they would have thought they had it, I thought. <sighs> oh, they did, but credit to the Fra Fraser Flames girls who fought back and uh, late goal secured the win for them. So they remain undefeated and the Jets remain in second. Okay, the cream always rises to the top, doesn't it, really, even when you're under pressure? 
It does. And look, the uh, Flames have got a, a few games ahead of them and they've got a tough schedule still mm. ahead of them with the Kappa Cup. And uh, they're a good chance of going a bit further into that as well. Okay. And uh, they'll meet again in the finals, of course. And in other women's matches, mate. Dune Villa defeated Tanana 1-0. And it's great to see the two Maribara teams having a dig while the United Park Eagles kept Bingra scoreless winning 3-0. Mm-hmm. And in this week, the KSS Jets host across the waves while UPE travel to Maribara to play Dune Villa and the Flames face Bingara in Bundaberg. Okay, now in the uh, the men's comp, the round began Thursday night. Sunbury defeating Dune Villa 5-2 uh, uh, before the remaining fixtures got underway on Saturday. Some interesting results. There were, but uh, credit to both uh, Dune Villa and Sunbury. They play for the Goodwill Chalice every year and uh, that was the first league. So uh, Villa hold it at the moment. But over the weekend, across the waves, continued their domination, defeating SC Corinthians 9-0. Oh, gee, they're struggling, aren't they? They are. While UPE scored a 2-1 win over Bingra, and the Flames defeated the Jets 7-0. Okay, uh, looking ahead, of course, to uh, this week's games, what do we got? We've got Dune Villa up against UPE, while KSS Jets play across the waves in a top-of-the-table clash. That will be exciting. The Flames play Bingra, and the Sunbury Blues play SC Corinthians with both matches at Martin's Oval. Okay, we move to local AFL. Harvey Bay hosted all senior AFL fixtures over the weekend. The Bay Power hosted Premier's The Waves, while the Brothers Bulldogs travelled to the Bombers to play their round four fixtures. Yes, a big weekend if you're an AFL supporter in uh, Harvey Bay. Bay Power kept pace with the high-flying flying Eagles through the first two quarters and the women before the Eagles stepped up a gear to run away at the match 11-6-72 to 2-4-16. A second half 52 to 6 scoreline showed the domination of the Eagles. And up the road, the Bombers accounted for the Bulldogs, keeping them scoreless in the first half before Brothers returned to keep the scores even through the remaining terms. But the damage had been done and uh, they uh, kept kept on winning. As they do. As they do. The As Bombers do. are on, uh, a flying high. Yeah, they certainly are, mate. And in the men's, the Bombers easily accounted for Brothers Bulldogs 84 to 13, the Waves rolled the power 72 to 57, so not quite as one-sided as the other game. No, and look, the power had their chances and the power should have won, but uh, well done to the Eagles getting over the top. Okay, there'll be no senior fixtures this week as the North versus South rep matches are played in Harvey Bay, so that'll be interesting. Yes, first time ever, men and women's, North versus South, so Bundaberg versus Harvey Bay, basically. So get out there if you want to see the best local AFL players running around. Okay, Rugby League, the Wallaroos tore apart the Harvey Bay Seagulls. Uh, boy, oh boy, <laughs> I can't even say it. Go on, you just, you say it. 84-6, to six, they oh. won. While <laughs> Brothers defeated the Waves, 34-12. to 12. And East got over the Panthers, 36-24. to Before we go on, the Seagulls, look, they are having a tough run. But credit to them, they get out there every week and they have a go. And that's probably the hardest, hardest way to do it when you know you're getting beaten like that. So hats off to them. Yep, the glass has to be half full. Now, the uh, Queensland titles of the Speedway Carts were held in Maribor on Saturday with Liam Niblock uh, doing pretty well. Ashley Moller. Yeah, performing. they claimed two of the titles. Yep. Andrew Rosser, Sam Nusifora, Kai Malley, Shane Gutchberry and Nate Wood also claimed Queensland titles. Well done. Now, uh, what sport is happening around the Fraser Coast this week, mate? Well, there is plenty of options, including league, football, AFL, hockey's back and gymnastics. Yes, I, I see that puzzled look on your no, face. No, 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 because uh, my What's on Fraser Coast with Kim Parnell podcast, we spoke about the gymnastics and then we spoke about our, well, inability to uh, perform 
at any stage of our lives, uh, gymnastics competently. I reckon I could do the ribbon. Oh, yeah, the ribbon? Okay, I was going to say, what is he saying he think he could do here? I'm thinking of a half backflip or, or no. a half backflip would put you on your bloody head, wouldn't it? So Maybe be... just a flop. I could do a flop. <laughs> just a flop. I like it. Oh, gee. Uh, the Premier League has its final round with games in Bundaberg and Meribra, while Meribra Gym Sports are holding their showcase this Saturday, including artistic and rhythmic gymnastics. Maybe you, sh- you should enter. Is it too late? It's too late. Okay. All right. But, of course, we've got the trampoline, acrobatics, and performance team. So go out and check it out. And that just about wraps up another Whistleblowers podcast, Brendan Bowers. We'd like to thank you, good listener. And we were to chat with the uh, Seagulls coach, Brett Carter, too. He was going to step up and have a chat about the team, which, as you say, is struggling but still giving their all. But, unfortunately, uh, he was otherwise preoccupied. We'll have to get him on later in the season. We will indeed. Now, uh, you give a shout-out each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community. Yeah, and this one is a special one, close to my heart or my stomach as I go around the different grounds. That's the canteen volunteers. They're often locked away inside the canteen, serving up the treats, and no doubt everyone wanting uh, triple egg burgers and bacon mm. and whatnot, and they just have to serve it up and do their work all while a smile on their face while they're volunteering their time. So well done to all our canteen workers. Here, here. Uh, triple egg burgers. I think you've invented something there, Brendan. Triple egg burgers, a bit of hollandaise sauce. Triple egg. I've never heard of triple egg, uh, but there you go. <laughs> oh, holiday. <laughs> now you're making me hungry. Hey, look, don't forget uh, to keep updated with all your local sporting news. FC Sports Media with this man, Brendan Bowers. It's only $10 per month or $100 per year, Brendan. Yep, cheap as chips. And don't forget, Blandy, it's our sport and our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.